Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listeners Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. As always, we have a lineup of listener letters, a special corner, and more. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Jin. We'll be right back. Hello, Jian. Welcome back to our program. Thank you so much. And uh, well, thank you for having me back on the show. I say this all the time, but it's always a great pleasure to be here. Well, it's a pleasure for us and all of our listeners to have you you. here as well. Now, do you have any plans for this weekend? Well, I've been meaning to catch a movie. I watched Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind back in 2004 when it was first in theaters back in Canada. But it's recently been playing in theaters again in Korea. So thank you for catching that. Yeah, it should be interesting. It's doing really well as well in the box office, which Mm -hmm. is a bit of a surprise for a second release. In fact, it's been watched by more people this month than it was back when it was first released here in Korea. That's right. I believe the movie actually hit the theaters in November of 2005 here, and the reopening was planned simply to mark the 10th anniversary of the original release. But you're right, more people watched it this time around than a decade ago. Well, apparently it's the first time that the number of viewers of a re-released film has overtaken the figure set by its original release here. Well, I guess a lot of people are re-watching it like I plan to, while some of the younger moviegoers may be watching it for the very first time. And And if any of our listeners have yet to see the movie, I do highly recommend it. Well, I've actually never seen it myself. I do highly recommend it. (laughs) Um, So I might try to catch it while it's in the cinema here again. Mm -hmm. Also, it'll be really interesting to hear what you think of the movie the second time around. Uh, So maybe you can tell us uh, how it was different from the first viewing, if at all, Mm -hmm. after you see it. I'll keep that in mind. Well, now with the year-end fast approaching us, we have a bunch of important announcements to share with our listeners. Right. Number one, some of you may already be aware of this, but we're asking you to tell us about any changes in the reception conditions on 9.515 MHz and, uh, at 1600 hours UTC and also 11.810 MHz at 2200 hours UTC as the maintenance work at Kimde has been completed now. And number two, our new B-15 or autumn winter season schedule has been printed out and they are ready to be sent. So please send an email to english at kbs.co.kr if you would like to receive one. And information about our internet music program and Kong radio player have been added to our shortwave frequencies and times. So be sure to check them out as well. And number three, here's a friendly reminder that our survey for the year-end special program Adieu 2015 is still ongoing. We've been receiving lots of emails and Facebook comments and messages, but if you have yet to send us anything yet, then you still got time. Yes, we're asking three questions. Who is your favorite host of KBS World Radio English Service? What is your favorite program at KBS World Radio English Service? And the last one, what program would you like to launch if you became a producer here at KBS World Radio. Well, this is a great opportunity for you to make a difference here at KBS World Radio by telling us what you want to hear and what you expect from us. Now, obviously, your opinions are very important to us and they help us greatly in our effort to provide a better service for you. Absolutely. So please send us your answers to our email address, english at kbs.co.kr, by the first week of December or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash English K. 
KBS. A new 2015 will be aired on December 31st, 2015, announcing the survey results. And we'll also select 10 of our listeners who sent us the responses and send out some KBS World Radio souvenirs. So everyone, send in your answers now. For more information about the Favorite Host and Program 2015 survey, you can also visit our website, world.kbs.co.kr, or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash English KBS. Okay, it's time for us to move on to our listener letters and reception reports, so don't go away. We'll be right back. You are listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to jump into our listener letters and reception reports. We had another batch of lovely handwritten, typed-up, emailed comments, letters, and reception reports sent to us by you, our listeners. So we're going to get started right away. First, uh, taking a look at our message board, we had our dear listener Celine writing in a couple of messages. She said, I was impressed by your story about the live broadcast that made possible the reunions of so many families torn apart by war. How many of the staff who were working for KBS then, in 1983, are still working for KBS? It would be interesting to interview them to tap into their perspectives and memories of that extraordinary time in your history, both as a nation and as a national broadcasting company. Celine seems to be always full of great ideas. Yeah, it, really I, it really would be exciting to hear from their perspective and their personal experiences from back then. And I believe there are people still continuing to work at KBS from that time on. And Celine also wrote about our 2016 calendars. I am looking forward to receiving the new calendar, and it is a great idea to send it early to listeners. Tended to ask you to wrap it in plastic because the 2015 calendar was drenched and wrapped or, or warped actually when my post box got a bit flooded in the heavy year and monsoon rains but I won't ask for this as there is already too much plastic in the environment mm-hmm. I will just have to look out for the postman and retrieve the calendar as soon as possible thanks in advance I am really curious what the theme for 2016 will be well we are really sorry to hear that this year's calendar arrived all wet for you and we hope it will arrive all nice and dry this time the 2016 calendar looks really cool and And this year it's about popular Korean movies. So you can enjoy reading about all the movies and then you can choose which ones you'd like to watch. Now, jumping over to some of the reception reports we received in the mail, we got our very first Christmas card this year, and it's from our loyal listener, Brian D. Webb from New Zealand. So thank you so much for that lovely card, Brian, and getting us into the Christmas spirit here. It's very interesting to learn that the card is actually a print of a painting done by an artist who paints with his mouth. Now, we looked up the mouth and foot painting artists who printed the cards, and we think it's one wonderful that you're supporting such an amazing organization. Now, I've posted it up on Facebook. It went up last week. So if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Brian also enclosed a pamphlet that told us a little bit about his neighborhood in Upper Hutt City, New Zealand, as well as an aerial photo to show us where he lives. And it was really wonderful to get a sense of where our listeners are tuning in Mm -hmm. from. So again, thank you for that, Brian, and as for his recession logs. Brian listened to us on October 24th, 25th, and 27th using a Deegan DE-1103 portable receiver with the 1-meter whip antenna on the receiver. On the 24th, he tuned into the latter half 
half of our 1600 hours UTC broadcast on two different frequency or frequencies. I am assuming back and forth between 9.515 megahertz and 9.640 megahertz. Now, unfortunately, though, it looks like the listening conditions weren't that great on either frequencies as you rated the simpo at 35423 for 9.515 and 23222 for 9.640 by uh, 1659 hours UTC. Well, the conditions were similar on October 25th when he tuned into us at 9.570 megahertz from 0833 to 0857 hours UTC with the overall merit hovering around 2 to 3. So it was poor to fair. And on the 27th, he tuned in at 7.275 megahertz from 1816 to 1844 hours UTC. And again, listening conditions remained poor to fair, he said. He also gave us very detailed information about the noise levels, the day's weather, as well as momentary condition changes. Brian also wrote, thank you again. Look forward to new frequency schedule from you. And he gave us his profile. He said that he is 82 years young. And definitely we agree. If you feel young, you will stay Mm -hmm. young. He says he's been a DXer since 1948. That's a very impressive amount of time. And he retired back in 1988. He's been married for 60 years to Elizabeth. And he told us that all is good there. All is good. Which is very good news. Uh And he said that he's a volunteer worker, mainly at schools. And he's enjoying KBS as opportunity offers. So all good news from Brian. And he signed it, 73, Brian. Again, we're happy to learn a bit more about you, Brian, and congratulations on your 60th anniversary this year. Hope you enjoy. uh, Yeah, well, all is good. (laughs) And please don't hesitate to let us know if we get anything wrong about shortwave radio here on the show. We're all still relatively new to the Mm -hmm. art, and we're always craving to learn more about it. Well, next up, we had another beautiful postcard sent to us from Sri Lanka by Marku Valaranta. I believe the photo is up on Facebook already. Yes, that was posted on November 11th, so go ahead and take a look. You might have to search back down the page a little bit. Now, Marku tuned into us on October 28th at 21.30 hours UTC at 9.640 megahertz. And Marku used a Sony ICF SW7600GR receiver and rated the overall readability of the broadcast as a 4. Well, thank you for your report, and we hope you'll be able to share a bit about yourself the next time you write into us. You've already made us quite jealous with the beautiful picture of your country on that postcard. Yes, the ocean and the beach. It was just spectacular. Now, staying with reports from around the same time in October, listener Roger R. Russell from New Brunswick, Canada, sent us his recession reports from October 23rd, 26th, and 27th. On all three days, he tuned into our 1300 hours UTC broadcast on 15.575 megahertz, either in part or in its entirety. He used the Grundig satellite 800 receiver with a 25-meter outdoor antenna and gave a Sinpo ratings 45433, 45444, and 45433 for the 23rd, 26th, and 27th, respectively. So I guess not too bad. Now, another veteran DXer who's been a shortwave listener since May of 1979, Roger gave us very detailed accounts of what he could hear of our broadcast and also wrote, Dear friends, thank you for verifying my reports with the QSL cards. I really enjoyed your very interesting broadcasts. Well, 
thank you for all the details. And of course, we will send you new QSL cards uh, for your reports as soon as possible. Now, thank you very much for the report, Roger. Staying with a 15.575 megahertz at 1300 hours UTC, our loyal listener and official monitor, Otto Schwartz, also tuned in to us through the frequency throughout September. And it appears the conditions fluctuated quite a bit. Now, there were times that the broadcast was completely inaudible, while on other days the simple fluctuated from as low as 25232 to as high as 45444. Right, Otto, listen to us from North Carolina, U.S., using a realistic uh, DX440 receiver with a 2-meter-long wire antenna. He also tuned in to us at 11.810 megahertz at 2200 hours UTC on some of those days, which is our broadcast beam toward Europe. He also wrote, Dear friends at KBS World Radio, as you can see from my reception reports, reception conditions have been somewhat erratic during the month of September. They range from barely audible to good for the 1300-hours UTC broadcast on 15.575 megahertz and mostly barely audible for the 2200-hours UTC broadcast on 11.810 megahertz. Might be because it's beamed toward Europe. Now, every now and then there is strong interference on 15.575 megahertz from a very powerful station which operates on 15.570 megahertz for brief periods. As for the 2200 hours UTC broadcast on 11.810 megahertz, lately there has been interference from a Brazilian station on 11.815 megahertz. Now, in the logs, he also cited a 1800 hours UTC broadcast at 15.360 megahertz, but I'm not sure if that was actually us at KBS. He wrote that it was our Russian broadcast, but the Russian broadcast at 1800 hours UTC beams toward Europe at 7.235 megahertz. So again, I'm not quite sure. In his letter, he continued, Korea continues to pop up in the local media, generally relating to the North Korea's nuclear program, its missile launching threats, the inter-Korean family reunions and the successes of Korean golfers. Now, the recent Golf President's Cup in Incheon was eagerly watched by American sports fans for days on TV, with frequent features on Korean culture and commentary on Korean people, places and things. Viewers were given a chance to become more familiar with the land of the morning cam. It was of particular interest to me since Incheon was the first place I set foot after our military ship docked in the Incheon Harbour back in 1962. And Incheon definitely didn't look then as it does today. All I can say is, wow, I wouldn't have recognised it at all. Otto also talked about some of the programs he particularly enjoys on KBS, such as Sounds of Korea and Korea Panorama 70 Years. And he also wrote, Strangely enough, just before today's 1300 hours UTC broadcast on October 24th, I heard a hauntingly beautiful instrumental version of Ariang in the French language broadcast of Radio Korea Pyongyang on 15.180 MHz at 1220 hours UTC. I didn't know there was a French language broadcast from North Korea. I guess we learn something new every day. Yes, I, we, we really do. And yeah. um, because it was so interesting, we did a little research right. on it. And we found out that Voice of Korea is actually the international broadcasting service of North Korea. That was news to me. Mm-hmm. And it actually broadcasts in a couple of languages. Chinese, Spanish, German, English, French, Russian, Japanese, and even Ara- Ara- Arabic, I mm-hmm. should say. And until 2002, 
too. It was known as Radio Pyongyang. Oh, very interesting. Well, thank you, Otto, for making us very curious. Mm -hmm. And Otto also wrote, one of our listeners suggested that you put some background music into the program. I believe he was talking about Korean Panorama 70 Mm -hmm. years there. And he also went on to write, please don't. Music often drowns out narrations, making it difficult to understand what is being said. Mm, Yes, that is true. Well, we will make sure our producers, Yu Guanmo and Kwang Jaeyoung, are very careful with the use of background music in our program. Now, we also received a bunch of handwritten letters from another one of our loyal listeners, Mr. Fumito Hakamura from Japan. Now, strangely, though, we received the reception reports from May and July, just days before your reports from September and October. Now, since we won't have enough time to share all of them on air today, we'll focus on the ones from October for the time being. Right. In October, Fumito listened to us on 9.580 megahertz from 0200 to 0300 hours UTC on October 11th and 22nd using a Sony ICF SW35 receiver with the rod antenna. On the 11th, he rated the Simpo at 45333. He gave us a short but detailed account of what he was able to hear on the Saturday mailbag show and wrote, have you been? I've enjoyed this week's English program a lot. I'm surprised that the first snow was seen in Mount Sorak already. The winter sports season is coming day by day and the Pyeongchang Winter Olympic Games are drawing near. I have to keep a healthy lifestyle. Well, yes, Fumito, please stay healthy. I assume it doesn't snow much in Fukuoka. It seems um, quite, I'm, a, I'm assuming it's a very warm area there. But regardless, it's easy to catch a cold, especially when the seasons are changing. So please do be more cautious. Yes, I think almost everybody here in Korea, and especially at KBS, is getting a little bit sick with the season oh. changes. So we all need to be careful and dose up on vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Fumito also wrote us a very detailed reception report for October 26th when the simple rating stood at 45433. He said, I liked summer, but it's now time for winter. It will soon be kimchi-making season in your country. I ate kimchi this and it was hot and delicious. Indeed, it is kimchi-making season here now, but I heard that kimjang season lasts from early November to early January, depending on which part of Korea you're in. And kimjang season is when communities collectively make and share large quantities of kimchi to ensure that every household has enough to sustain it through the winter. Have you ever made any kimchi? I've just helped my mom a couple of times, but um, yeah, communities collectively making large quantities, that used to be the tradition, but nowadays it's... It's mostly just, you know, one household making mm-hmm. their own batch and maybe sharing with their family members yeah, and relatives. relatives. Yeah. Anyhow, we're now going to turn to some of the online recession reports we received in the past week. Listener Biplop Kumar Adhikari from Bangladesh wrote us his reception logs for November 12th, 13th, and 14th, on which days he tuned into us from um, 0800 to 0900 hours UTC on 9.570 megahertz. He rated the Simpo 54444. 44445 and 54445, respectively. So overall, good to excellent reception conditions. That's good to hear. But Biplob, we hope the next time you send us your logs, you would tell us a, a, tell us which receiver and antenna you're using and which programs you enjoyed and perhaps a little bit of information about yourself as well. And also, Biplob wrote CRI Club as his address. And um, if that's a shortwave radio listening club that you're a part of. Please do tell us a little bit about your club as well. 
Yes, that would be wonderful. But unfortunately, it looks like the reception conditions for 15.575 MHz at 1300 hours to 1400 hours UTC may have actually worsened a little bit this month. And our official monitor, Russell Summers from Indiana, US, tuned into us on the same frequency on November 14th and 15th and rated the simple 15451 and 15441. So that's pretty dismal and he was using an Eton S350DL receiver with a telescopic antenna. Well, hopefully that was a temporary uh, and a temporary thing and conditions are better by now. But either way, thank you, Russell, for that report. And, uh, well, of course, all the time. <laughs> and next up, listener Willie Westrup from Germany sent in his report for November 17th. He was using an ELAD FDM S2 receiver with an ALA uh, 1530S antenna when he briefly caught our broadcast at 7.272 megahertz from 1840 to 1850 hours UTC. It appears the conditions were quite poor as he gave it a simple of 22232. He wrote, Dear Sir Madam, I cannot provide more useful information about the reception as shown above. Reception was very weak, but I heard your station identification at around 1843 hours UTC. I will try again in the next days and weeks if conditions may improve. Maybe my report can show you the poor reception quality of your broadcast in Europe. Sincerely yours, Willie Westrup. Well, Willie, thank you very much for your reception report. And yes, we do appreciate your report precisely for that very reason. And yes, they are still very useful. And um We've learned uh, from our monitor, Mr. Alan Holder, that 7.275 megahertz is actually often blocked by a Chinese station, and I assume it's the same problem we're looking at here. In any case, we hope to hear from you again soon. Well, speaking of Mr. Alan Holder of Isle of Wight, UK, he sent us his reception logs from November 12th until the 17th, during which time he tried to listen to KBS World Radio on four different frequencies. Unfortunately, though, it appears that he could only pick up very weak signals even after the maintenance work was completed at Kinji. Well, he wrote... Hello again. I hope you are keeping well. Thanks to Emily and Karen for their lengthy answer to my inquiry about the equestrian scene in Korea as broadcast on the Listener's Lounge program a few weeks ago. Now, hearing the news that the antenna work at the Kim Jae station is now completed, I am sorry to say that after monitoring for several days the signal strengths in the UK on 11.810 and 9.515 megahertz have not improved at all. The situation is the same as when the temporary antennas started being used from October 1st. In the case of 11.810 and 2200 hours UTC, I was not expecting to hear anything at this frequency as this frequency fades out completely here in the winter months. On the other hand, 9.515 is extremely weak at 1600 UTC in comparison to your Korean service on 9.740 megahertz, which is stronger and ranges from poor to fair strength. Now, it would be a good idea to consider changing the direction 
direction of the new antenna from the former 285 degrees to a more northerly beam of 310 degrees on 9.515 megahertz. This will be more correctly centered on Europe without compromising reception in other areas such as South Asia and the Middle East. Can this suggestion be forwarded to the powers that be? Perhaps some tests can be carried out first to see if there is any possible improvement. Well, we will certainly deliver the message to the powers that be. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, as always, for the insightful suggestions. Um, I had, I, I, it always amazes me to learn more about shortwave I and know. how it's affected by the weather and the season and everything. So much to learn. Mm-hmm. And Alan also wrote regarding verification cards. They used to, uh, these used to be sent out automatically to acknowledge my recession reports. However, I have not received any cards for the last five months. So I was wondering, do listeners? have to specifically request verification cards from now on. Oh, well, this is not good news, but I'm very glad that you wrote to us to tell us. Mm -hmm. The QSL cards are sent out to everyone who sends us reception condition details, so you actually don't need to specifically request them. Um, I wonder if our mail expert, Yuna, uh, maybe she has the wrong address for you. If you can please confirm your address for us, either via mail or by emailing english at kbs.co. Kr. And I will, we will also double check with Yuna to see if she has any further information about this. In the meantime, please accept our apology and we will backdate your QSLs as much as possible and as soon as possible. All right. I believe that's all the time we have for the letter and reception reports from you today. Thanks so much, everybody, for keeping in touch with us. The information you provide to us is very important and we rely on you to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world. So please do keep those recession reports coming. Meanwhile, as we mentioned before, we are continuing to collect information about KBS World Radio Listeners Clubs. So if you're involved in one or planning on starting one, please do let us know. We're trying to get a tally on how many clubs are in operation and maybe even try to arrange some phone interviews with you for our special programs. And once again, don't forget to send in your responses for our favorite host and program survey for Adieu 2015. We will need your responses by December 6th. So that's again, that's not too much time you have left. All right, now we'll move on to our feature program, the DX Report. Here's our American DX Report with Kevin O'Donovan. Hi, listeners. This is Kevin from over here in New Mexico, USA, back again with this week's listening tips. I'd like to start with a couple of recent logins. I heard the voice agree at around 2.15 UTC on 9.420 MHz with a good signal. I heard some news being read in Greek, followed by some great music. Also around the same time, Radio Argentina Alex Doyor was heard with a fair signal on just above 11.710 MHz. During the first few minutes of listening, there was some nice tango music being played. And speaking of Radio Argentina Alex Doyor, I recently discovered that this station, along with others, are available via the TuneIn Radio app. It's always frustrating to try to hear your favorite stations, yet reception can be terrible. During a random search in the TuneIn app, I came across stations such as this one, as well as others such as Radio Tirana, Radio Taipei International, and The Voice of Mongolia. A nice thing, too, is that with some of these stations, their programs are archived over the past several days. So you can hear these stations whenever you want. There are other stations available. For example, Radio Exterior de España from Spain only broadcasts on shortwave in Spanish. 
such as on 9.690 MHz at around 20 hours UTC. However, their English broadcast is only available online. REE's programming is also available to stream via the app. The TuneIn app is available for free to download in the Apple, Android, Windows Phone, and BlackBerry app stores. Just a quick update for you. Last week I mentioned some of the special programming Taiwan-based PCJ Radio International will have each Saturday through the end of the year from 9 to 10 hours UTC. There's been a frequency change. Instead of 17.825 MHz, it will air on 11.580 MHz. Generally, this station broadcasts from the old Docevela relay site in Sri Lanka, so hopefully reception will be good for listeners in South Asia and Europe. A full list of their special programs can be found at www.pcjmedia.com. Finally, a quick look at the propagation forecast for now through December 12th. This from the U.S. Space Weather Prediction Center. Solar activity is expected to be at very low to low levels with a chance for M-class flares from November 22nd through December 5th. Geomagnetic field activity is expected to be at active levels with minor storm periods from November 30th to December 1st and December 6th through the 8th. And that's all for this week's show. I'll be back next month with more radio-related news. And until next time, everyone, 73s and take care. That's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. Thank you for joining us. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Jian. Emily and Karen will be back next week with another interesting show, so be sure to tune in again. Have a great weekend, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.